Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, it's Rob. Now, I commonly get asked, should I buy a house to live in first or or an investment property with my one deposit? So I thought we'd explore this in this video. I'll be probably five, maybe 10 minutes, but this should be useful to you. Well, your house is your home and your base. Um, But if you go and rush into buying a house, especially if you relocate, you know, you're looking for a goldmine area, you may end up buying somewhere that's not right for you. So I think if you're relocating or trying to find a goldmine area, a wise thing to do is to rent first. Go and rent a house, get a six-month tenancy, um, and then get to know the area. Because what you might find is where you thought you wanted to live, where you researched online, you don't. Um, Or the right house might not come available. Um, And I think sometimes, you know, we're all property investors in the progressive community, And so, like, you know, if we rent our own home, it's almost like sacrilege, Um, you know, and the critics and the trolls might come out, oh, he doesn't even own his own home. Um, Well, I live on a road, um, and the house I lived in before, so I've lived where I am for about four years, uh, and the house I live in now actually was a house when I was a skint artist, I used to ride past on my bike and stop outside and look at it and try and use the universal laws of attraction to manifest it into my life. Um, Yeah, and okay, I live in it now, but I had to do a fucking load of hard work in the process. But I used to live about 500 yards down the road. Now, the house 500 down there, yards down the road was nice, but it wasn't my ideal house. But it was in a, a reasonably ideal area. I knew I wanted to kind of be 500 yards that way or 500 yards that way. These two streets, 500 yards either side of it, are the best two streets where I wanted to live. But at that time, the right house wasn't there. So, it, you know, it would, would have been wrong for me to buy. It would have been a rush decision. So, and yeah, we ended up living there for about three years and it took us three years to find the ideal house but three years living in that area helped us really get to know the area Um, and also if if you're looking to buy a home uh, and comparing that money to an investment property you'll get to know the town the city so no town or city is a goldmine area suburbs within a town or city are a goldmine area or aren't a goldmine area so in Peterborough, for example, you live on Thorpe Road, Thorpe Lee Road, Longthorpe, etc. The yields are going to be three or four percent max. Yeah, but you, if you're in um, some of the Ortons and the Bretons, the yields might be seven percent. They might even be as high as eight percent. They were nearly ten percent for single yet lets, um, you know, after the recession, 2009, 2010 time. Now, you wouldn't know that unless you really knew the area very well. Um, many uh, people who are progressive trainers end up moving to Peterborough. That's the kind of Peterborough effect we have. And I know we've got a couple of trainers who've relocated and, you know, they're renting. And it doesn't mean that they're, you know, not a, they don't have credibility as a property investor because they're renting their own home. It just means that they're looking around to find the right area and then they can take their time and find the right place. Now, if in that six months to two years uh, where you're renting, you find a really great investment property, then go and buy the investment property. Um, because ultimately, an investment property is going to pay you more than your own home. Now, your own home will likely double every 10 years, like property mostly seems to. So you'll get a capital return, but you won't get an income return because obviously you're living in it and you're paying a mortgage. So you know, pound for pound, an investment property will pay you income and have the capital growth. Um, the next thing is if you decide to buy your own home, uh, then th- there's a paradox here. Because the paradox number one is you've used your deposit. 
So you have no more deposits for investment property. But at the same time, I found that having a home to live in, which I really love to live in, you know, that's not rented, uh, that I can make my own space, has been really good for my life and my zen. And also, you know, I can build a, um, a big two-storey garage um, to have my cars in and to look at them. Um, and, you know, whilst this might seem materialistic, um, I just love, just, you know, like if that didn't have an engine in it, I would just love looking at it. I remember Quentin Wilson on Mark's podcast says, sometimes I walk downstairs and walk into the garage and I just sit in my cars and I just enjoy them. <laughs> and I just, I can relate to that. Um, but the point is we've created this space. You probably see the dog there. There's Ralph sitting there. Hello, Ralph. Um, watching me. He's always watching. He's always watching my live videos. He's probably the most knowledgeable personal development dog in the, in the world. Um, so making a house a home, I've found like, it really centers me and it really helps me build a productive life, um, balance the family and the you know, capital commercial aspect of my life and business. Um, the next thing with putting all the money into your home is, well, you've got no money for an investment property now. Most people go, oh, well, that's why I'm struggling because now I can't invest in property. Well, now you have to go and find JV partners. You have to go and raise deposits from somewhere else. Now, if you went to a JV partner or, you know, went to a, a bank or a bridger or someone and said, hey, I want to borrow money to put into my own home to buy my own home for me. They're going to tell you to piss off. No, because, you know, that, that, that's not, I mean, they might put security against it, but they're not going to lend you money to put into your house as an investment other than, a, a, you know, a, a personal residential mortgage. But an investor, a friend, a, a VC, a family member, a crowdfunder is going to invest in investment properties because your, your home doesn't pay an income, but your investment properties do pay an income. So from that regard, put, if you could put money into a house, have a home, a solid base, set up your own home office, um, you know, and, and, and then have this solid base and then go and raise finance and go and get some um, investment properties. And pe- people see a deposit as a, a, a finite lump of money which disappears when you buy a house. Well, well, if you know how to buy below market value or to add value or change the use to increase the value, increase the income, create new income streams... Um, chop up into different uses, renting a, a shop underneath and rooms and apartments on the top, um, then you can increase value and you can recycle cash and reinvest. Um, and not having a deposit anymore is a gift as well as a curse because the gift is it forces you to go out there and look for other opportunities. Um, you know, look for income, look for capital, look for loans, look for partners. Um, learn how to raise and attract money, learn how to, to sell and market and convince people of your ideas and your vision, which you wouldn't do if you just invested one lump in an, an investment property and then waited five years to get it back. The next thing you can do, which is really creative, and I know that there's people in the community, John Paul, Trevor Cutmore, um, Kevin McDonald, I know that they've done this themselves. I haven't, but um, they have, is you can find a house that you want to live in and get a deal to do some kind of option or rent to buy or rent to own on it, um, you know, whereby you don't necessarily put all the deposit in, but you do a deal with the vendor to maybe vendor finance it over time, um, you know, or uh, you, you take an option to purchase it in five or ten years' time and you do what's rent, called rent to own, where you rent it and you pay a premium which goes towards the deposit. And that's a creative way to get into being a creative property investor, um, finding solutions to problems, bypassing the need for deposits, preserving your deposits for investment properties and having a house that you love to live in. Um, you know, like I, I suppose I didn't have the need to do that because I had money I actually wanted to put into my house and I wanted to pay um, a, a lot of the mortgage down and not have a very high mortgage because, you know, I've got a family and I wanted that to be part of the estate if something happens to me. 
but you can be very creative with the way that you invest in property. Um, so yeah, they're just some thoughts and discussions around should you buy an investment with your first deposit or should you buy your own home? There's no right or wrong answer. Um, but I would say get to know an area first. Uh, there's nothing wrong with renting before you buy because a lot of people think that the strategy drives the result. What often happens is the market drives the result. So let's say you decided to put money into your own home because you like that part of what I said. Might take you three years to find your ideal home. Might take you five years. The market might not produce the perfect house for you. Just say you decided to put it into an investment property where you might find that the yields aren't good enough um, or that you haven't got enough or that you find your dream home fall on your lap at what seems to be the wrong time. So as well as having a clear strategy, I think you've also got to be clear about um, what does the market present, being open-minded, letting the market decide as well as uh, you know, having some kind of direction. Um, one thing I think is wise to do, though, is to learn how to raise money, is to learn how to be a, a person of value and influence, um, is to learn to find good deals and to be able to pitch deals well um, to individuals um, or banks. Uh, because more and more in today's banking world, people, um, banks, commercial banks, lend on the individual um, rather than, you know, just the standard normal buy-to-let mortgages where they're just lending on the, the numbers of the deal. Um, so the more p- compelling and investable you become, the less you even have to make a binary decision where is it my house or is it an investment property? Um, it could be both. It can be all. Uh, and that is the key, I'd say one of the key skills of a progressive long-term investor is the ability to sell a vision, to find good deals and get other people to see the vision of that, to reduce the risk, um, to be enthusiastic and motivated and to solve problems. Um, and a good way to force you into that, into that world of uncomfort, because let's be honest, it's, it's, you know, it's something we have to learn and it doesn't just fall in, in our laps while meditating. It's something we have to go out there and, 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 and develop as skill sets. What often forces you to do that is a lack of finance and being uncomfortable. Um, All right, thanks for tuning in. Um, Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. I hope you found this um, progressive property live and probably put this on the podcast at some point. I hope you found it useful. If you've got any questions, by the way, comments, shares, alternative viewpoints, um, I'm open to all of that. You know, I like to think more and more now, I like to engage in commentary and discussion rather than binary, I'm right, you're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong, it's only this way, it's only that way. Um, And I know sometimes that slightly complicates things because we want to just to be told to do that or do that. Um, But actually, um, when we know all of the options, we know the upsides and downsides of everything. I think that gives us balance and wisdom and longevity. Um, So, yeah, it it means there's a few more words and a few more things to think about. But I think it makes you make better strategic decisions. Thanks a lot.